episode. And I said that so sadly. Let me try that again. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was really sad. Sorry, guys. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snowman Films Presents The Unfinished Degree, a podcast for the creative entrepreneur. I am your host, Evan Freeze, joined, as always, by Snowman Films head honcho, Noah Mittman. That's me. Yes, it is. I'm uh, glad that that dimension's not setting in yet. Yep, not yet. And our producer, Taylor Oxley. Hey, guys. Aw, so nice. Uh, on this episode, we sat down with uh, Lucas Clark. Uh, he is over at Ninja Nation. Uh, we were up at the location in Centennial and got to see the awesome gym there. I had never been into a uh, 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 Ninja Warrior kind of gym or anything like that because I am a fat man. <laughs> I don't do things like that. <laughs> uh, we're going to get you on. Uh, yeah, so we sat down, had a really good talk. It was uh, a lot of business talk, um, kind of just uh, some personal talk too, just kind of getting to know each other and had a really really good time just being able to sit down pick each other's brains uh hear about lucas is the vp of marketing for ninja nation which is a new uh franchise opportunity they have some really awesome uh obstacle courses that are built not only for kids but for adults and he really dives into that in yes the, in the episode and um it's a really, really cool space. Yeah, we're gonna it's awesome. we're gonna give you guys some visuals of that in the links below. Oh, absolutely! Is that where we put those uh, in below in the links? In the description somewhere. It's, it's a podcast. Nobody really knows how they work. <laughs> Super cool gym. Um, very cool company as well. Very really, cool. really uh, excited by their story and what they're doing. They're kind of doing some stuff that not a lot of other people are doing, and. Uh, Lucas is really inspirational to me. He's had quite a journey. You'll have to listen in. He, uh, they've, they've done some really impressive stuff. Yeah, it was a good chat. I, uh, yeah, had a blast. And uh, he's another one like it's as we say with almost every guest. I'm sure we're going to run into some guests that we don't feel this way about. But I would love to have him back to chat again. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think uh, unless you guys have anything you want to chime in, let's dive into our chat with Lucas Clark. So, Lucas, I'm glad that you're here today. Yeah, happy yeah, to be dude. here. Thanks, awesome. for, thanks for coming on. I'm and glad you guys could come out and check out the space. And, totally. uh, you know, we could talk a little bit about Ninja, talk a yeah. little bit about getting creative and doing fun things and, and, and building businesses. So, oh, hell yeah. in the comments, you guys need to tell us how much you want to see Evan do some obstacles here. Because, other show yeah. aside, that <laughs> really needs to happen. Yeah, it's, we'll film it. It's going to be great. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be so proud. It's well, like, you guys will have content for Fail Friday for yeah. like a year. Hundred, yeah. We gotta no. I mean, we could just round up however many people you know that are like similarly in shape and whatever else. Yeah, and like yeah. similarly in shape. We call it out of shape. Out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're sitting here in the Ninja Nation gym here in Lafayette, Colorado, and uh, one I've never been in here before. This is rad. Yeah, right? uh, I'm looking around and be like, I want to play on this. I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. I don't know. That means Lucas yeah. is good at his job. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you, you got you got to build build the brand out from the ground up. So mm -hmm. we like we opened Ninja Nation Lafayette July 2nd of 2018 um, and you know right now we're on the mezzanine kind of overlooking the um, the Ninja Warrior course that we have out there and it really was meant to be sort of a, a playground for kids and adults to have dynamic obstacles that we can switch out and just ha have fun and and you know get people active get people moving so that was our, our main like sort of objective when we opened okay. and it's really just taken off and and people love it so we, we change our obstacles out you know if you come in one week and 
two weeks later, you could see a couple of different obstacles that you want to try out. And, and we have classes for all those obstacles too. So you can learn how to do it, which is even, even more fun. Like somebody like me who was, was never really exposed that much ninja stuff before, you know, um, working at Ninja Nation. I was in the restaurant business, uh, did, did marketing and, and culinary, uh, endeavors for, uh, for a salad restaurant concept here in Colorado. And coming here, I was like, this is, this is amazing. So, and I, I was learning all the new stuff as well. So. Well, before I want to get it, cause I do want to ask you a couple more things, but I really want to go back. You intrigued me a salad concept restaurant. I know I don't look like it, but I love salad. Uh, well, like, every, I'm, all, I'm all about salad. Yeah. I think, I think there, there's a lot of salad fans out there. Yeah. I worked yeah. at a place called mad greens. I was, there, I was just there last night. Back the mad melt. My God, it was my favorite thing for like so many years and then it just disappeared. Yeah, it's because paninis didn't really sell that well uh, and they were super hard to execute. So we just went all salads and grain bowls. All right, and yeah, I mean, uh, that's for sure. Pivoted, pivoted the business. That's, all, that's what entrepreneurship is all about is, yeah. is like you look at what's working. You look at things, things are kind of working, things are not working and you just make changes. You always got to be like innovating and looking to change your business. Yeah, can I get the recipe change, for that from you? I mean, it's basically just ham and Swiss, man. How can yeah, you, how can you put you, it on a panini press? Put, yeah, put it on a panini press. Ham, Swiss and then like some mustard on the side. Hold on. Like, Very simple. N- Noah, like, do you know how to make a grilled cheese? Do you know how to make a sandwich, Noah? Let's just start, start with the basics. <laughs> Micro. No, I'm kidding. How do you Micro- feed yourself? Let, let's. Uh, my wife what? feeds me. Oh my gosh. Okay. She's got three children and only has two. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's so accurate. It's yeah. not even funny. Well, there you go. Oh, there you man. Go. Oh, okay. So you've got three locations. You three said, locations. Yeah. So we have Lafayette, Colorado, Centennial, Colorado, and then one a little bit north of Dallas in Frisco, Texas. Um, okay. And the reason we chose those locations were based on availability of buildings and real estate. That was a, probably one of the hardest things as, as an entrepreneur and as a business coming up, uh, especially a brick and mortar business like we have, is finding like the great, a great location. Um, a lot of landlords, you know, maybe won't give you the time of day because you're a new business, right? But you really want to, you know, show them that you have a, uh, an idea and a product that's going to work in the space that that you're looking at, and kind of build it out from there. So that's sort of why we picked those. And also demographically, lots of families, lots of sort of active. Uh, parents and kids is what we were looking for 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 the you know, start of Ninja Nation. Okay. Sweet. And I feel like Colorado and Texas are both kind of ninja hubs in the country a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I would agree with that for yeah. sure. Um, that's uh, that's what sort of what I've learned. Once again, when I first came on board, I, I knew very little about right. ninja uh, and just kind of wanted to learn as I was as I was going along. And that's one of the things that we sort of gravitated to is that like r- super strong ninja community in Texas, especially from an adult standpoint, um, and, as well as kids. Colorado, it's been a little more kids focused. Yeah. And we've seen the adults program growing and growing. Cool. which is great. Just for co- some context for the listeners, I was actually on Ninja Warrior, uh, American Ninja Warrior seasons four through six. So there's, a l- I know the show a bit. I know the community pretty well. And I, again, it's just, this is, this brand is killing it. You guys are doing great. Thanks, man. Thank I've, I've also watched a couple episodes of American Ninja Warrior. So that's my relationship. Active watcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> no, no, not active. I, yeah, so very, very passively much on the, Passively watching yeah, yeah. While it's, you're on the couch. Yeah, it's on, on the back. Scrolling Instagram. Eating, eating <laughs> chips. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was salad, man. I thought you were eating okay, salad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, salad yeah. flavored chips. chips. Yeah, kale chips. There you go. Oh. There you go. Oh, okay. I'm, I can't <laughs> do kale. Um, <laughs> sorry. Now I'm just like thinking about salad because I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> should we get some lunch after this? Yeah, I'm into it. All right. So you've been, how long have you been doing ninja stuff? Like a year, actually. Just I, a year? I celebrated my one year anniversary with Ninja Nation yesterday. Congrats. Congrats. So thank you. Yeah, we. I, I was brought on board before we even opened our first location to kind of get the branding, you know, dialed in and to get the marketing side of things set up. Uh, I had a lot of experience with that at, at, um, mad greens with, you know, building out the interior, like design concepts and, and graphics, as well as like, you know, seeing, you know, 
uh, where the brand could take us in terms of color scheme and photos and videos and imagery and things like that, which I think now in the, you know, 1000% social media era we're in is really where it's what it's all about, what people want to engage with. They want yeah. to engage with you know, video and photos and, and you know, beautifully you know, curated content as well as you know, user generated content. So we do a lot of that stuff with, with uh, uh, Ninja Nation as well. Honestly, I've always been impressed by Mad Green's look and stuff too. So you do good work pretty much wherever you are. Yeah, well, we yeah, we have a good team at Mad Green's. We got a great we, we had a great team of of, of uh, photography and videography uh, yeah. that we all did in house uh, as well as design and like it really took off. Especially the the last couple of years I was there, four or five years I was there, it was just top notch uh, creative, which was good. So. Nice. Are you are you from Colorado? No, I'm originally from Portland, Oregon. I okay, moved to of course you are. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I need, I need my past blue ribbon and my skinny jeans on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I grew up in Portland, Oregon, uh, just suburb outside of Portland, Oregon, um, called Clackamas, and uh, moved to Colorado in 2001 to go to school at CU Boulder. Uh, really, just came out here to ski. So. Smart. Pretty much skied. Most a, people do skied a yeah. lot, um, and did a lot of outdoor activities, and got into, you know, just got into nature as much as possible, nice. which was which was a ton of fun. You have me beat on Colorado. Well, uh, you're a native. No, 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 no. no. None of us are natives. I was 2007. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I grew up in Wyoming since '94, which is essentially just like a like rich large suburb of Colorado <laughs> weather's the exact same so I'm just like so we all have a fair amount of Colorado history yeah, yeah. which is cool yeah, yeah I, I I couldn't leave I just, <laughs> yeah I, I'm so I'm yeah. so stuck here yeah it's, like, it's, it's amazing awesome. I am I'm stuck here financially nice so. <laughs> I can't go even though anywhere even though it's just getting more and more expensive yeah yeah, as yeah. It, it's like oh, stop stop dear god yeah you, you find sweet deal on rent for a little while it's like i'm gonna stay here as long as i can you're, <laughs> you're never going like, home when's rent control coming to denver oh, exactly <laughs> i've been asking that question since i was marathoning friends for the third time and watched all of their apartments i, like, I always nice. i'm always yeah. the optimist though so like for me yes the prices are going up and stuff but with like our economy is just destroying it right now. So like if you True. can if you can hustle and like do your thing here, you can really succeed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that yeah, it's a it's really been taken off the last yeah. like I want to say the last eight years in Colorado right, has been right. just crazy in terms of growth, in terms of you know people moving here, companies moving here, um, tons of of people coming from. New York and San Francisco where they're like, Oh, Denver's so cheap. Like, you know, I'll just, <laughs> yeah. I'll just buy another million dollar house because, because, oh. you know, San Francisco, I was paying, you know, 300 K in rent a, a year, you know? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh my God, you can get an apartment for $2,000 here. Oh, cool. Perfect. Right. I'm just right. like, I can't pay more than 800. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You've seen a lot of, you know, communities popping up and, and, and really great people moving here. You know, it's a, yeah. the Colorado community is, is growing and it's, um, it's a, it's a lot of fun people that are, that are oh, occupying totally, yeah. people that really like want to have fun and experience the state, which is like, I mean, it sucks a little bit when you like, can't get a campground for six weeks, right. but other than that, like it's, you know, it's definitely people are, appreciating what the state is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so you came to Denver then yeah. came to Denver and then, uh, yeah, after, after Boulder came to Denver and started working for mad greens pretty much right away. And they had one location, uh, oh, wow. when I was brought on board and then we opened a second one and then slowly a third one, fourth one kind of grew so you like there. made mad greens what it is. Yeah. The two, it was, I, the two crazy. founders hired me in as their first hire. Um, actually wow. a very similar situation to Ninja nation where we had, um, you know, 
they had locations, but it was just a couple of people in the corporate office and, you know, they wanted to grow this concept. And I was like, I think this is, this is a great concept. It kind of was the, you know, Chipotle of salads, totally, if, if you yeah, will, totally. like kind of go through and build, build your own as well as have some great like chef crafted, uh, salads that, uh, that the, both the founders put together and, you know, we kind of just grew from there. Yeah. And then, you know, when I left, we had, after 12 and a half years, we had 35 locations, yeah. all corporately owned in, in four states. Massive. And, you know, they they continue to, to do well. And they've opened a Austin airport location and, and, you know, things like that. So it's just that's sort of where my entrepreneurial spirit like got really fostered, you know, really being able to bob and weave and, uh, you know, ebb and ebb and flow with whatever was happening in, with the business and then make make changes on that as well as really get into learning about the guests and the customers that were coming in and what their motivation for coming into mad greens was. And then, you know, translating that into, into marketing and into creative that would really resonate with people that we were trying to reach, you know, like, you know, eating, eating healthy and eating, you know, fresh is, is always, is always going to be, you know, tough because you always want to, you crave some stuff that maybe isn't that as well, but you want to be able to speak to that and, and get people in to, to try it and to, to that's really to what it. I want to dive into. I think with you as well is just, I mean, obviously you're amazing at it with, with all the, aspects you just talked about and really kind of diving into like the way your brain works on that. Sure. Yeah. Then do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like, here we go. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I guess my first question is like what to kind of give actionable advice for people, like when you're building a brand, like what are things, what are like key things to look for? So I'd say consistency is a big one from the beginning. Like try to be as consistent across the board as possible. Um, you know, whether it's, the person that's talking at the front desk to the person talking on the phone to the person that's actually dealing with, you know, the, the guest in person, um, you know, have that message be consistent across, across that space as well as the design space. So when you think about a name of your business or a logo for your business or, um, you know, something that can be replicatable across the world, you want to you know, always think that in mind. Don't think small, you know, think big, think like if you're going to have a, a, a brand, you want it to you end up like being Under Armour or Nike or, right. you know, whatever it happens to be. So think globally when you are just starting out, because that will make a lot of things sort of a lot easier. Uh, one of the great things that I was drawn to with Ninja Nation was our mission of 1 million heroes. So 1 million kids, adults, people coming through our gyms as well as through our mobile course. Um, we want to have a million people experience what it's like to move freely and to like, you know, have uh, have the experience of of being a ninja and overcoming obstacles. So that mission really stuck with me because it's a it's a global mission for a business that didn't have any locations at the time um, and being able to to think big. And I think that's a that's a key to consistency is to have a mission that's um, you know scalable as it's well like as connecting it, to like a higher purpose too. Absolutely, yeah. Because then you can always look back on that and say, you know with a guest experience, whether when you're talking to somebody, um, you know, are we fulfilling our mil million heroes promise? Are we fulfilling at Ninja Nation our three E's, uh, which are uh, engagement, energy, and encouragement. So we want to be doing all those things all the time, whether it's in person or, you know, in the arena, uh, as well as through our creative online. We want to sort of uh, let people understand that that's what we're all about. We want to, you know, help kids who, you know, fail forward to, you know, or, or fail up. Like they're going to fail. Everybody fails at Ninja. It's a universal thing. Uh, you know, there's nobody who's a hundred percent good at everything. Uh, and teaching kids how to overcome those obstacles and overcome failure through 
working through some of the stuff here. It may just be as simple as balancing on a, on a ground obstacle or jumping from one thing to another. But the message is that when you fail at that, get back up again, try it again, try a different technique. And th the amount of reps that you'll have over that will then help you overcome that obstacle. Now, I'm really going to say here because one, our producer Taylor, she's going to hate this. Um, I'm going to tie this into Star Wars real quick. So basically, I love Star Wars. Perfect. Yeah, this is going to be really controversial then because basically what you just said was the message of The Last Jedi where it's like the greatest <laughs> teacher failure is. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. And people didn't really like that message. So that, that's true. OK, that's true. All right. So I, it's not I, I like the, the easiest message to chew if you're like, don't understand, like if you don't work hard. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that, that's true. I mean, like, honestly, and you, you can learn so much more from failure than success. Like, so, oh my know, God, trust me. I'm learning every, <laughs> the, the, uh, and, and, and that goes back to, you know, one of the things that, you know, we, we learned it at, at mad greens and, and, you know, through trial and error, you, you start, you go down one path. You're like, Oh, that doesn't, you know, what didn't work. Let's course correct. Same thing with ingenuity. We're, we can be very nimble. Um, and, and making those corrections. That would be another piece of advice for, for entrepreneurs in the space is don't be afraid to course correct. You know, just because you're going in one direction uh, one day or one week doesn't mean you can't like take a couple steps in a different direction if that's what you're seeing in the marketplace is uh, is resonating with people. And listening to feedback, I think, is part of that. Huge, yeah. huge. Like the amount of times that I, like, I talked to um, guests here at the arena or at Matt Green's in, in the restaurant, like so many ideas would come out of just talking to somebody about, you know, you know, what did you get today? Or why are you here? Or what's what brought you in today? Because um, you everybody has a story and you can kind of really dive in with just a couple of quick questions and get some interesting insight and then do that again, a couple of different times with a couple of different guests. And then you start to formulate some ideas for your next creative campaign or some next your next messaging or um, you know quotes that we can use for for the website it's just it kind of builds upon itself don't be afraid to get out there and and you know talk to as many people as you can just try just try stuff out that's the man that the trial and error thing is so huge which is doing that and then listening back and then restart so it's like you get to reverse engineer your success a little bit because it's like what if you're trying stuff first you have to try stuff then you get feedback on what you're trying and then you can have really be able to like pinpoint what you need to be doing and that will lead ultimately to the biggest success yeah totally yeah I, I, I agree I think that that's one of those that's one of those things that's uh, it's a hard lesson to learn out, out of the gates but it's super hard but, but if you make a couple <laughs> adjustments and, and set yourself up to make give yourself the time a lot of times entrepreneurials entrepreneurs just don't have enough time to to make those adjustments but it, you have to slot it in and say this is the time where i'm going to talk to my guests or this is the time that i'm going to answer feedback uh and at mad greens we did that from the from the get-go and it really benefited us we were you know we had our listening ears on at all times that i want to just i want to just re-say that again if that if you guys missed that was schedule time to schedule active time on your calendar to do feedback stuff to get to get you and ask for feedback that's absolutely mass that's huge yeah it's 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 enormous and whether that's through scheduling a survey if you have you know tens of thousands of, of customers already or if it's just talking to people inside your business if you have a you know single shop business and you you know want to talk to the guests and if you have somebody who work in the front desk or the front counter you know, go out there and work with work alongside them to hear what they're hearing and see what they're seeing um, and have a great feedback channel.
right now there are people on, but thank God we're, we're opening to it's to a, to a, a Facebook family group. Uh, I'll, I'll invite you as well. Okay. Um, and that's kind of what I'm trying to is like giving a little behind the scenes. They get some extra stuff. They get to like see more than I'm. But we're just releasing videos. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's all video content, but it's just like different styles. Of Absolutely. Stuff. So it's yeah. Like create fostering that. I mean, honestly, the on my wall, one of my massive drivers of like ideas to think about every single day is create community. Yeah. Yeah. Through and through through content. I think that that's sort of that next step of, of, yeah. of what we're seeing in, you know, the the social sphere of of the internet is that people want to have access to certain content within their community but they don't want to necessarily have everybody have access to it and it's sort of starting to compartmentalize it which is i think building online community which is then relating to you know community in in person as well because you're seeing those online communities have meetups or you know if there's a group that's interested in you know running a 5k and then drinking some you know craft brew yeah. then you have breweries that are setting up these like 5k runs and then you know doing closed facebook groups or slack groups to 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 communicate with all those all those right. people as well i used to be one of those people on facebook where everybody was like they were i think they were only my friends because it was just entertaining to watch someone have a real-time breakdown <laughs> and uh <laughs> sometimes it is you I, know it's i like, mean currently i think my photo on facebook is one with me and my ex-girlfriend so that's i probably should change that maybe um, maybe update that one just just yeah. throw a boba fett up there and you'll be fett will never leave me that's right uh, true <laughs> he'll just die in the sarlacc pit uh i mean that's you got you know it's what do you said with compartmental like 90, 95% of my time on social is, is marketing for the company. Yeah. Like I will right. occasionally post and, and even if like I'll do personal posts, but it mostly it's to like try and drum up some conversation so that I can get them into my funnel for yeah. <laughs> getting them into like the, the, the group and stuff. It's so a trap. It's all, it's, you know, it would only be a trap if the content that right. Noah was it, creating you know, was, was total crap. Trying to create oh, value and pyramid scheme, yeah. right? <laughs> funnel is maybe the wrong well, word. Why did I buy in Noah? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like just being, it's, it's all like if I, so if I will say if I didn't have the brand, I don't know how much I'd actually use it. Right. Like it's fun. I do all the, you know, memes are great and stuff like that. But like my, my, my mentality is like, well, cause you know, company is me is company. Like I'm kind of push, pushing that lifestyle and all that stuff. Right. And so that's where the, the energy behind sharing comes for me is like, Hey, I want to push my dream and my dream is manifested in this company and this is what I'm passionate about. So that's where my head, where my head's at. No, I, and I think that that's, I think there are a lot of, entrepreneurs, especially solo entrepreneurs in the creative space that utilize social in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they'll have maybe a couple of different channels if they're very, you know, um, wanting to share different businesses and they want to share all kinds of stuff, they'll compartmentalize their channels to their specific content. Or if they're just, you know, solo vendor that does, you know, one thing great like you, you can, you have one channel that you've channeled people to and say, this is what I do. I, you know, I feel like I do it, you know, as good if not better than a lot of other people in the marketplace and you know come check it out yeah type of thing so i think that that's thank you for that yeah yeah (laughs) but but i think that's i think that's the right that's the right you know message in the right channel if it's working if it's working for you totally you know you don't need to manage five channels no yeah there's no need to like completely overwhelm yourself like it can definitely get overwhelming but it's just like i have you know i have the scheduled out like okay i need to do something to this group at this time and yep. getting it on the schedule and the consistency is so huge. Consistency that. is big. Like, and that, yeah, going back to the consistency and brand consistency and, and voice, you know, we have a, uh, just a couple 
quick paragraphs on like how we talk on Instagram. Um, and it's all very sort of encouraging, engaging and with energy back to our three E's. It, it is in line and consistent with the, our, the mission of our, of Ninja Nation. And because that's, that's who we are, you know, on, on Instagram, that's who we are on, on Facebook. It's very consistent with the arena. Um, a lot of our you know, contents just, you know, clean photos, fun photos, um, fun videos, lots of content that we pull from our users and repost, um, and our members, you know, they come in here and do amazing things. Right. Kids and adults just do amazing things. Um, both succeeding and failing like and we post we post it all um but they come up with great content that we want to share and, and show how much fun they're having as well as you know uh, the different ways that they're utilizing the space that's one of the things i think we've been most surprised about is just the the variety of different things you can do you know if you come in here and you have a uh, you know, creative idea and creative mind i was telling evan earlier before we started that you could think you're going to be here for an hour and end up staying for four and be like, oh man, what happened? And well, that's the, the nature of it. Like right. you get caught up in it. And it's, and it's so fun because it's it, not only you get caught up in it, but then somebody else comes along who you've never met before and they're like, oh, I want to try this. You should try this too. And you know, this happened to me like with uh, at our Ninja Nation in Centennial where a couple of like 10 year olds were like, oh, let's try this challenge and let's try this challenge. And next thing you know, like I'm supposed to be working. And then like two hours later, I've, I've like you've been goaded into, you know, having like a bunch of blisters on my hands. <laughs> and Like I feel awesome, but I'm like, oh man, I got to get back to work. Like this was so fun, guys. Give yeah. them a couple of high fives and, and, you know, get, you know, get back to what I was doing. But like, that's oh, yeah. the whole nature of, of it and what we've, what we've created and what Wayne uh, and Jeff, uh, who are the other uh, two people in the office have created uh, is just something we can go out, have fun, challenge ourselves. And, you know, once again, move our bodies and exercise our bodies yeah. in not a way that is sort of the traditional exercise modalities. Like we're not, you know, picking up weight or running on a treadmill and, you know, on a stationary bike, which is all great stuff. Like that's, those are awesome workouts, rowing machines, everything like that. But this is sort of that body movement type of workout where, you know, myself who sits at a desk a lot of the time and a lot of adults do, you got to get, get out there and move. Sometimes I'll just roll around on a mat or roll around on the floor and just like, just move, move my body just to kind of get everything loosened up from, from sitting at a desk for four hours at a time or mm -hmm. you know, a couple hours at a time. So it's just a, a super fun space to be creative. So super I, playful. I definitely think we need to partner up for this acting active thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, I'm so down. Like first episode here. So <laughs> down. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good guy. Dude, like, let's make that a thing. I'm I, super into it. I know. I'm not trying to like be self-indulgent here. I just really <laughs> want to do that. One, because uh, I feel like it's going to make me be better. <laughs> and then at the same time, too, like, might as well get some chuckles out of it. You know? <laughs> for sure. Uh, document my uh, transition to finally look like everybody else that works for Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the odd man out. <laughs> it was, yeah. I was founded. It I mean, you do wear glasses, so yeah. yeah. Built yeah, on that. built on the ninja and parkour communities, so kind of everybody is decently in shape. Nice, <laughs> except nice. for me. Although I will say, I used to be in shape for a little while. No, no time like the present to no. get back at it. Yeah, I think I think uh, I'm back down. I'm down 15 again. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. So still on the journey, but like I said, I can always salmon like salmon ladder my way to better results. There you go. Salmon there ladder you. way to better results. Yeah. There you go. Sam, salmon salmon ladder is a tough one, man. That's, really that, that's still oh, one. Yeah. That's still one that I'm like just still working on you know that's i can do a goal. lot of stuff in here now but yeah the salmon ladder is tough we one of our um our head coaches uh in, in uh texas at our frisco location carson williams is like the salmon ladder master yeah. he's like a he's like a guru of salmon ladder awesomeness he can he can go up we have this thing called the hero tower at that location which yeah. is you put on a harness yeah and he can just go up it 
and down it and up it I and down do it that. and up it and down. It's just it's just awesome. That's so I imagine sick. you're f- someone's got to be then familiar with the show Arrow on the CW, the yeah. Green Arrow show. Yeah, that yeah. was Stephen Amell doing that that salmon ladder every episode like the first couple seasons like the salmon ladder was a main character in that show like <laughs> I did it was not, a right I need to passage. watch that I didn't know yeah, that I, I, was I know the show I've never yeah. watched it though. yeah uh, I will say there's like he did run the ninja course though yeah it oh he did yeah he did he actually I think he completed it I hmm. uh, going back to the whole like acting active thing then with the salmon ladder we came up uh, buddy and I came up with this idea of uh, we we're gonna call it hashtag salmon ladder where we'd start like a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter uh, <laughs> where it was just like our goal was gonna be like $30 just to buy the materials to make a salmon ladder and then document us doing it doing like that. I was saying every day yeah. and failing and it's like you know for every uh, you know for every $10 over the goal we go we'll add another rung to the salmon ladder <laughs> nice. and then if you donate if you donate a dollar We'll tweet your name at Stephen Amell. Yeah. <laughs> and if you donate five dollars, we'll send you a picture with our shirts uh, off. And if you tweet us, or if you send us ten dollars, we'll send you a picture of us with our shirts on. Should <laughs> uh, do like one that. where like you get your name on one of the rungs. Yeah. And then yeah, I think the one was like fifteen dollars. We put your name like. We put I, th- I think you have a like a yeah. solid, solid solid GoFundMe. That's effort. a solid yeah. like, GoFundMe yeah. as I've ever so heard. I, yeah. at, I, at this point, it's probably like a five-year-old idea, but I still want to do it. I Those think are the best be ideas, fun. man. Uh, and knowing the internet, I feel like it's one of those things that would just take that as like an affront to their dignity. And be like, yeah, let's raise like twenty grand for this. <laughs> for this this is gonna be. This is gonna be the starting now that you mentioned yeah. it and, and then, then start a YouTube channel that, yeah. that documents the entire process of you guys building it and then doing it every day. Yeah. And then Stephen Amell will be like, why is this Evan freeze tweeting me people's names every day? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be amazing. So yeah, I have, yeah. A, fr- I have a friend that's doing a, 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 a cumulative burpee challenge oh, every, every day started yeah. the first of this year. So every cumulative? day cumulative oh, so rough, every day he's doing oh, so, you know, January 1st, he did God. one, yeah. but now he's up to like 63. So he's doing and, and he's doing different <laughs> variations. Like the first quarter of the year. Like yeah. Not, oh my so God, when he gets to when he gets to the end of the year, like uh, December thirty first, he's going to be doing three hundred and sixty five. He should have waited till next year. Isn't next year a leap year? There's only three hundred sixty four <laughs> to do. Oh, it's three hundred sixty four. Yeah, that's true. But this year, there's three hundred sixty five. Yeah, that's but. funny. Uh, that yeah, is so brutal. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get in really good shape. Oh yeah. wait, no, I got that backward. Leap, leap, leap years, years are longer. Yeah, leap oh, years so are three fifty six. Screwed yeah. himself. I I'm here not because I'm smart. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. Or yeah, I, yeah. No, thank you for <laughs> kindness there, letting me realize my mess up. Hey, it's all good. Yeah, um, yeah. So he's been doing that. So I think that this could be a, a similar like takeoff of, of that. But you, okay. know, you, you instead of doing, you just go out and do the salmon ladder yeah. once every day, and then yeah. you'll just eventually get the world record for the most wrongs ever done. Yeah, it's just like I'm I'm doing it with no experience, none, no health. That's none. okay, and fragile mental health. We, well, you, you know, you know, they say that the the reps built up over time is yeah. what is what creates, you know, strength right. and you know, flexibility and all that stuff. It's yeah. it's really, you know, the whole Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours type of thing. Yeah. It's it's built up over time. You can't do 10,000 hours of anything in one year. So, yeah. you you know, it's, so gonna, it's, it's like literally it's, not literally yeah. not. It's just, it will take you it will take you multiple years in order yeah. to gain, you know, x amount of uh, increase over and over it, that. And it goes back to the whole like what you guys are saying is like keep trying and then also like, you know, of course you're going to fail. Right. And then just keep going. Like pick up from that and just like And then turn to the community that you've created. Yeah. On, uh, online yeah. to, for motivation. Be like, oh yeah. man, you know, I, I, <laughs> this is you, how it works. He, he, yeah, it's how it works. You, you, yeah. you start, you keep working at it. And yeah. I need more names to tweet. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> things like someone brings up hummus and I'm like oh I gotta gatekeep this hummus yeah, that's right. there you uh, go I like it oh man so anyway 
That was a fun little tangent. <laughs> so we've talked about Ninja Nation, Mad Greens, a lot of that fun stuff. You came from Portland. Yeah. We haven't really dived in. So you, so you came here for the outdoors and just be able to enjoy what Colorado has to offer. Absolutely. Which is smart. It'd be dumb not to. Yeah. Uh, like some of us who just don't go out and do anything anymore. Um, <laughs> We're going to get you out there. Yeah. No, I want to real bad. Um, I, I just kind of want to dive in. Like what's what is... What's your origin story? Like what what kind of inspires you and drives you not only professionally, but like personally? What's your the Waynes were murdered moment? What's your Krypton blew up moment? Like, well, that's a that's a big one Um, or moment or just, you know, experience. Yeah, no, I so I I really enjoy, you know, tapping into, you know, people's reason for doing and being, you know, who they are. And I think that that. Um, kind of goes back to, you know, once again, growing up in Oregon, you know, we went to, uh, elementary school called the Franciscan Montessori earth school. Yes. Um, so <laughs> that's a mouthful. So, so we, you know, we, we spent a lot of time, you know, talking about, you know, engaging with feelings and engaging with nature and things like that. So I think that that sort of helped develop my, you know, brain to, to always be kind of under trying to understand people's motivation behind, uh, behind their actions. Um, and which I think got me into marketing and, you know, design and, uh, advertising that sort of creative space, um, overall. And yeah, I really started realizing that about myself when, you know, when I was in school sort of living away from home and, and, and trying to figure out like, you know, what motivated me and what I was sort of all about. And, um, you know, I really like challenging myself. I really like pushing myself. Um, I, uh, raced bikes competitively for, for a number of years. Uh, always like doing 14 or trips and, you know, really kind of getting out in the outdoors and like pushing the limits of, of you know, what I feel is comfortable and, and, um, you know, getting in tune with, with myself. And I try to sort of see that and understand that in other people, not everybody takes it to that type of extreme, but understanding what their you know, sort of overall motivation is. Um, and to take it back to your question, I think that that's continually developing for me. Like I'm continuing to refine that and update it and, you know, tweak it and change it, um, based on the people that I encounter, you know, in, in my life, whether it's the you know founders at Mad Greens or people that I worked with at Mad Greens or, you know, friends that I've met through, um, cycling or my wife's job. Uh, she's an elementary school Dean. So we meet a lot of like great people that way. Um, and just kind of continuing to build my overall database of of people and 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 their collective experiences okay right on do you have kids i have, I have kids yeah i have three kids three kids yeah oh, congrats how old uh nine seven and four two girls and a boy do they come here to the gym and they come here to the gym all the time oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah tear it up yeah they they love it here they're they are non-traditional sport kids so they don't necessarily like the soccer, basketball, um, you know, uh, volleyball Me path, <laughs> uh, but they love to do stuff like on their own. They love like art and they love um, skiing and they love um, biking and they love ninja and they love swimming. So individualized challenges for themselves, I think, totally. is where, where they where they thrive. Um, the four year old, we're still trying to figure out. He's kind of, um, you know, still trying to find his his way, but. You know, the girls, man, you know, I'm 20, I'm 28, almost 29. <laughs> I'm still with that four year old. Still trying to find your way too. <laughs> but yeah, so, so it's really interesting to see, to see their progression and, uh, and especially, you know, getting introduced to, to Ninja Nation and the sport of Ninja, which they had no context for before, except for yeah. the show, um, is really an interesting, you know, 
way to see how how kids react to certain situations. One one of our kids is very was was very sort of scared of failure and is to a certain extent. And she sort of That's took natural. off, and, yeah, and yeah. took off uh, and thrived. The other one, you know, isn't scared to fail, and she's a. Uh, you know, loves the saying and, and loves to be up in front of lots of people. And but that is, that doesn't scare her or make her nervous at all. Um, which is, which is interesting. So nice. that is, I think one thing about Ninja that is so special is that it really makes you face failure because like, you're not probably going to finish all the obstacles that you're going to do ever. No. Like in, like if you, if you have a really good day, maybe, but like it's designed to like push you well, to not, succeed there yeah. wouldn't Which be is, a ninja warrior show if uh, right, everybody yeah. made it through the that's a whole thing and i know jeff being here that's another whole thing <laughs> yeah no absolutely but it's yeah yeah it is i and, was there that night by the way i, was, oh, I watched it the we, whole we, thing it was crazy and i I've only, I only watched it on youtube but oh yeah my I mean, God. he was so jeff he was Britton, the first yeah, yeah jeff Britton, who is our creative director here at uh, ninja nation um was the first uh person to finish stage four on american ninja warrior and um he was closely followed up by another guy who finished it two seconds faster than him and oh ended up winning it was the insane. show. Oh my um, God. Jeff was, didn't was get a dime. Yeah. Yeah. So you, the, he the guy won, won, won a million dollars and, 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 the, and Jeff and, and then Jeff didn't get anything out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Except it was, for the fact that he's just an incredible human being an right. incredible person and <laughs> an incredible athlete. I think he got athlete. the experience. He <laughs> right. was paid an exposure. How much, <laughs> do, you, do you know how much the, cause I know they did a GoFundMe to like help him out with that. Was there, how much did that come up? I, with? I, you I didn't know. I, so no, like Ninja started a GoFundMe because they were like, wow, Jeff got screwed so hard. Yeah. Oh no, I didn't know that. Out. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't know how much they came up with, but I'm still like, learning stuff about the Ninja yeah. community a day in and day out. And I, I, I've, I've been just amazed by how amazing the community is. It's and, the best, man. And, and just everybody that I've met, you know, from, you know, Adam Rail to Karsten to, to Jeff to, you know, uh, Brian Arnold, you know, yeah. a lot of people that are, that are involved with Ninja Nation, but outside of Ninja Nation as well, just like really, really solid, fun people um, and very encouraging and, and fun to hang out with. As we, I mean, as he was talking about like the non-traditional kind of fitness stuff and like sports and all that, like, honestly, if you are at all interested in getting into Ninja, like I just go for it because not only are you going to like push yourself, but like the community support is so crazy. Like everybody wants you to succeed no matter what, like the competition, like even, I mean, you see even on like the, in the show with the races, like everybody's hugging afterwards. Yeah. Like it's literally the most awesome community of people of just amazing people that are pushing themselves. I am. Well, well, and and the it. way that the sport is set up is that it's, it's, the individual versus the course, right. not an individual versus an individual. Even when you have individuals racing, racing against each right. other, it's not about that. It's not. It's not about the beating the other person. It's more about who can get through the course the fastest. And oh, that's super cool. Like, right. Right. You know. If I go out and race one of our coaches, like Lightning Ryan McLean, who I've done a couple of times, he always beats me. But man, it's super fun because like I'm pushing myself. And well, then he's like egging you on at the end. Exactly. Be like, Come on, finish it, finish on, it. You got it, like, you got it. Yeah. So, so that's one of the very unique things about the sport of ninja, and which which makes it very approachable for anybody of any athletic background or non-athletic Where, background. Hundred percent. Like literally, you would be on. fine. Yeah. Because there would be there'd be <laughs> ten people yelling, you yelling at you yeah. to like do it and do better, and then you'd just be like surrounded by high fives afterwards. Um, yeah. See, you don't know me. That's so much pressure. I need to like complete <laughs> silence and then totally to be ignored afterwards. I do not I like to need be complete silence. If we could, yeah. everybody be quiet. Yeah. Oh, that would be. Funny. Don't look at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and we see it. We see it with our, our competitors, and you know, we have competitions every month and at each gym, and we're able to to showcase sort of some really interesting courses. And people are going to fail all the time, but yeah. it's 
you know, encouraging everybody to do that. All the competitors are watching at the same time and encouraging. It's just, it's just a great like community, which is, which is so fun to be a part of and and also to build a business around, you know, we, we sort of set out yeah. when, when Ninja, when, with Wayne, uh, the founder and the other two uh, founders, you know, to build up something that's super fun, super approachable. It looks a little intimidating, but it really isn't. And yeah. we want people to understand that, that it's, it's something that anybody can really do and come in and try out and, and have fun with. Um, and it's also never going to be the same. It's always going to be ever-changing and different within the arena. And that sort of is what we feel is one of our business um, you know, differentiators is that we're able to really you know, adapt to, to what's coming up and what different obstacles people are seeing. It's such a solid model. Like it, it's, it really is like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm having been in the community for a long time and seeing gyms pop up here and there, like the branding, the whole experience here is like the most professional I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was, that was very, I mean, very intentional and right, very, done right. very, done in a way where it looks we, like the course. I mean, it wanted, looks like the show. Yeah. We got lights, we got the trust, we've got uh, music pumping, yeah. you know, when we have classes and, and open gym, like it's, it feels, you can feel the vibe in, in the gym, which is, which is a lot of fun. So, um, you guys need to come check it out. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop our name at the door and when they will charge you an extra 10%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that comes to us. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. <Just> kidding. Um, <laughs> Okay, right on. Uh, so going back to a little bit of family stuff. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and just based on your drive and your motivation and how you challenge yourself, you're not an only child, are you? I am not an only child. Boom. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Prediction of the day. Yeah, I have a, I have a younger brother uh, who's three years younger than I am okay. and who is a, is a much better athlete, although hopefully he won't hear this podcast because yeah. I can't admit that to him in person. Um, I'll uh, bleep that out. <laughs> like, what have you seen? Yeah, he's, he's a, he was a decathlete at Duke uh, University <laughs> okay. uh, and a, a, you know, a, a top-ranked NCAA track and field athlete. Um, just an incredible work ethic and um, yeah, just a really strong, strong mind. Um, now he's a corporate real estate attorney. So yes, cross. Exactly. But he's, he's, he's still like one of my favorite people to hang out with and, uh, and we love spending time with each other. Nice. Um, were your parents uh, really supportive of you guys doing all this stuff? Or yeah. If, my stuff? parents are like too supportive. Too uh, supportive. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred oh. percent. Like everything that we did was just like, Oh, this is the greatest. You're the yeah. greatest. I'm like, mom, like I'm not the greatest. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. To Mom, say I know it's, it's just drawing in crayon. I'm fine. I'm, I'm like, gonna be yeah. that. I'm gonna be that as a parent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, too encouraging. Like my my wife always says that like that my parents like were. I mean, they are still just yeah. very very encouraging of, of whatever of whatever's happening. Which whatever's is going an, on. honestly an amazing asset and tool to have. Like yeah. to it is. It is. Up. But I, but I feel like there's there's an accountability aspect that could have been like counterbalanced <laughs> sure. to that. Like yeah. I'm okay with eighty percent praise and like twenty percent like you know you. Know, corrective, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, criticism and, 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 and given, give a little bit of like, Oh, well you probably could have done this better, but you did this, you know, five things. Amazing. So, but yeah, parents were overly supportive. Um, you know, growing up, we played soccer, um, basketball, lacrosse, my brother did track and field. Um, and yeah, we spent a lot of time outside and, nice. and, you know, in Oregon doing lots of camping and, uh, going to the beach is going to the coast, nice. which is you're not really getting in the water because it's freezing. But, yeah, I mean, but you're but you're there. You're out the outside yeah. doing something. So, you know, did a lot of like away camps um, when I was growing up, and we had one uh, that was this at OMSI, which is the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry, called a Wilderness Survival Camp, where we basically. They basically just put huge backpacks on twelve year olds and like you know walked them into the walked them into the wilderness and 
on our particular trip, it rained for like seven straight days. Of course. And because <laughs> it's Oregon, of course. Even though in the summertime, it still rained. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just remember that being a very uh, formative uh, <laughs> experience where I was the kid who had, you know, I was a lot, I was a lot taller and bigger than everybody. So I had like a big pack and I was carrying everybody's food and everything like that. But I, I had brought a whole bunch of um, Taco Bell, like Diablo sauce, uh, hot hot sauce yeah. packets. So everything I was eating had like hot sauce on it. People yeah. like, where did you get this hot sauce? I'm like, I've got like 15 Bro, yeah. like Taco Bell packets <laughs> in here, guys. Only 15 and yeah. a trail. <laughs> it was like my only respite from the rain that was like all day. It's like, oh, you yeah. got to sleep in a wet sleeping bag? At least I got some hot sauce <laughs> on, on my on my beans and rice. You I know? never leave home without it. Yeah. So, yeah I get you. <laughs> no, actually, that's, a, that's an interesting point. Me, me and my wife were talking about like how, because we have a, a two-year-old and now a, a months-old baby. And we're like, how do you teach grit without trauma? And it's always like... You know, kids are always going to want to be like picked up on a, on a walk or a hike, but like, right. you know, let them walk for as long as they're going to walk until they literally are like sitting down type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's not, not going to no. <laughs> create trauma. You know, yeah. you, right. you no, want, exactly. it's going to be a nice balance between, between the it's, two. It's the, the idea. I mean, what I'm so passionate about with, with being a dad is raising strong and like, like good human beings for society that can actually go out and do cool stuff. Right. And like, you have to have that, that foundation of like self-worth mm -hmm. it to start with. And, and also goes along with like trying out a couple of different things, a couple of different times, right. like, you know, with skiing with our kids, you know, one of our kids, you know, wanted to ski. The other one was kind of like, ah, I could kind of give her, you know, take it or leave it. But I just kept saying, you're going to enjoy this, especially if you get through like one or two seasons, you're going to yeah. get so good that you're really going to enjoy it. And now this year, they've gotten to the point where they're like super good yeah. and they're really enjoying it. They yeah. want to go skiing and there's no more talk of like, oh, I could kind of take yeah. it or leave it. It's 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 helping get them over the hump because they're always they don't know where those barriers are going to be. Yeah. And sort of the analogy of, of pushing through, you know, one wall to the next wall to the next wall. There's always going to be sort of one wall of difficulty, mm -hmm. you know, in your game of life and you can always try to push through those walls um as as many times as you can or you know not if, if you're you know if you don't want to push through one wall then go to another one and push through that one but there's always going to be you know more and better things you can do once you sort of get through and push past that point so your parents still back in oregon yeah still back in oregon um my brother's actually moving back there soon okay. as well. So he's in Dallas right now and he's going to be moving back okay. uh, to Portland. And But they have a place here in Denver uh, and they're out to visit like 10 days a month. So it's quite nice. often and it's great. Yeah, they, they do a great job. Right. They love hanging out with the kids. They love you know, coming over to the house and, and cooking. And so it's, yeah, it's good stuff. And your wife's family, are they? Yeah, they're in Colorado too. Uh, Colorado. She's originally from Manhattan. Oh, okay. uh, and they moved, they moved out here. Uh, her brother moved out here first, okay. like I think like 20 years ago. Well, actually more than 20 years ago, 25 years ago, and and stayed. And then she came out uh, right around 2002 and, and stayed for a while. And then uh, her parents eventually moved out here as well. So nice. kind of just migrated the family to have be close to cousins and close to family and things like that. So it's good to have a, a close family unit. And anybody who has kids knows that family yeah. support is is everything from an entrepreneurial side of things like no oh, can speak to this like you, you know you end up you know working odd hours and you know mm -hmm. non-traditional sort of hours because things come up and you want to react to things as well as get great ideas out there right and there's 
no time like the present, but then you're like, oh wait, I got to take care of like my kids and my wife exactly, and, like, exactly. And, and make sure that everything's in balance. But then you're like, but I got this idea that I want to get out there. That's going to revolutionize my business. And, um, and that's, I mean, perfect example like of that. It, sorry, you had to finish your point. No, that was it. That was it. It's just yeah. like, it's just one of those things as an entrepreneur that you have to, another thing you have to navigate is the fact that you're only accountable to you mm-hmm. and for your business, uh, especially just starting out. Um, and even when you get bigger, like you still have a team of people. That yeah, are there's close. no less time. Right. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just different in terms of how you utilize it. Right. So. Exactly. No, I mean, a perfect example is this weekend. Like normally for me, weekends are for family. Uh, but there's occasionally like we've done some weekend work. We had to put a push to get some content out. So I put 30 hours of work in this weekend. Yeah. And like that, but that know. couldn't have been done. No, on a, on I, Monday, I just Tuesday, was like, listen, yeah. like, Hey, we have a massive opportunity here. So she gets it. And also it's because 90% of my weekends I am off and like with them. Right. So and, like, and that's really good that you have set those, those, those boundaries. Yeah. And I think that that's a, there's a great lesson in there too. It's, it's really schedule your time, you know, where your priorities Make your life work. Exactly. And, and, and that's, and then stick to it. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Consistency back to consistency on that. Like yep. really St- stick to it. And like, if, if you st- and make- then like fighting for it too. Like only if it's really necessary that I have to do something, will I actually work on a weekend? Otherwise I'm like, it can wait till Monday. Right. So I need to get a family is what I'm saying. <laughs> <What? laughs> Cause I don't like working on the weekends, but that's pretty much what I do most of my work. <laughs> <laughs> I need an excuse. <laughs> that's, oh. Yeah. That's, that's the reason you need. You can always just adopt a couple of kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, oh, my foster dad is a, a cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> um, that can be a, here we go, season two of the uh, Sam Ladder thing is uh, me competing against all your children to see who can do it first. <laughs> versus the kids. And uh, spoiler alert, I lose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you never win. Yeah. Through any of them. <laughs> never, never, ever. There's, and a not because there's a lesson in there. I'll just keep saying, oh, yeah, I let them win. But I know that <laughs> deep shame is that I didn't. <laughs> they won on their own merit. <laughs> I'm so avidly against the partic- the participation trophy culture. It's oh yeah, just that's the awful. Worst. Yeah, everybody's not a winner. Just no. like just like in life. Let your kids lose. It'll yeah. build them up to be stronger people. Absolutely. I, yeah. I love the generational thing of just like the the generation that complains the most about like when we and all these kids have their participation trophies and it's like yeah that was your idea guys like <laughs> you right. did that we didn't be like we weren't like three and be like give me a medal for just being here right. there anything that you think we we didn't cover that you want to talk about like what's something you're excited about on the horizon like you got something going on or uh, i mean i'm really excited about what we have going on in ninja nation you know we're going to okay. be opening a couple more locations and then exploring uh franchising oh, yeah. but i think that you know just from a business standpoint like i'm really excited about seeing all the different content that our members create and and yeah. and how the content that we create gets consumed by our members and and continuing to have that open conversation whether it's surveys or me or wayne or jeff talking to people in person as well as our arena managers you know we have a great um group of arena managers that have a great handle on our guests and and things like that and and talking with them every day uh and and trying to see where the business goes you know getting people away from screens getting people away from getting kids away from screens getting kids away from um you know iPads and and video games and things like that and like come here to to challenge themselves in the real world and you know gamify that which has been what I love so that's that's crazy because that shows how much like when you have that vision and that kind of like singular like this is what we want to do and get people and it's such a good mission to have to go from 
that spot to now a year later, there's three locations in two states. Like this like gym is huge oh, and it's legit. Gor- like, like, it's yeah. gorgeous. For the listeners out there. It's well, we can, I, uh, we're there actually a client of ours doing video stuff and we can, I'll, I'll link some stuff. You can see the space. Like it's, that is mind blowing that that only, that uh, that's a year. You, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, we opened three wow. locations in three and a half months, oh you know, God. between <laughs> July, you know, July, September, and October. It's gonna I thought you were going to say that this was like at least five years in. No, so, it yeah, looks like it. Yeah. And no, Evan's coming in cold. Like, yeah, yeah no, it's it, and it was it, it was really built um, to be you know very, very brand forward in terms of like a space that's comfortable for parents and kids to yeah. to I mean, gather and to even join. Up here is so professional. Like it's yeah. just yeah. man, it's you got. I mean, if this is only a year in, I thought it was older than like the whole business was older than yeah. that. But yeah. that's man, that you guys and, are. And now go we've got a thousand members. We, we were up to fifty thousand heroes. You know, on wow. our Instagram page, we every time we get five thousand heroes, we sort of do like a little celebration. Yeah. Um, so fifty thousand heroes in, in that period of time who've come through the facility and experienced what we're all about Damn. is is uh, just a fun fun number to throw out and once again ties back to our mission of one million heroes yeah. uh, and really trying to like get people out and get people moving and and, and overcoming obstacles. So Guys, that's, that's what I'm most help them excited get about. to their one million heroes. Come have fun in Ninja and get in shit. Like I, you, it's gonna go nationwide. It sounds like that's that's the idea. Is we're gonna we're gonna build it out nationwide. Um, we want to see it. You know. Two, three ninja nations in yeah. every major metropolitan area um, across go. across It'll the country, go. and you know that's that's the overall goal. Is if we can get to a hundred locations in the next you know three four years, that would be that would be amazing. But no, see, so, I mean, you got that's you're really on track to do that, I think, and it's it's that's that's super cool. I'm I'm excited now that we had this conversation to look at like two three years and like yeah. see. Yeah. We'll, How we'll, close. we'll come back and do another podcast, yeah, dude. Super cool. It'll be great. In a different location. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm into it, man. <laughs> Oh, awesome. I mean, I know I want to jump around on stuff one of these days, so I'm going to be back. I'm now building a list. That's what this podcast really is. Uh, I what? need friends and I need things to do. So right now I've got a after after we wrap, let's, look, let's get you wavered and let's get you out there. All right. Yeah, hit that buzzer, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to at least jump on the air on the big airbag. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a blast here. Seriously. Ooh. Well, I'll throw out there uh, right now, like you can find us on Instagram at one ninja nation, um, uh, ninja nation.com is our website uh, on Twitter. At hear ninja that? Nation. No, it's a dot com, not a dot net. I, you know what? <laughs> it's two thousand dollars. <laughs> anyway, do, do, <laughs> do everything. Do everything again without us talking over cool. you. <laughs> uh, so just throw it out there. Uh, we're at Instagram one ninja nation. Um, Twitter is at ninja nation. And Facebook's Ninja Nation, and then we also have uh, different Facebook locations for each each um, uh, individual gym. So check that out. Lots of different events we have going on uh, at each one of the gyms on those pages. Uh, and yeah, come come out and hang out with us. Do it. All right. Well, any words of wisdom you want to leave us with, or any closing thoughts that you want to throw out there? I think the biggest one, especially for all the entrepreneurs out there, is you know there's always going to be somebody telling you that something's not a good idea or something's not going to work and you know you really have to find your truth and and move forward with it if you feel like it's 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 worth the leap take the leap and do it all right well dude thank you so much thank that you was guys. awesome yeah, um appreciate having me out yeah dude anytime you're welcome back whenever i'm gonna say that that's for taylor and Noah to figure out and then <laughs> uh yeah so that was that'll do it for another episode of uh the unfinished degree so uh lucas thank you for being here thanks evan thanks noah Thank you very much from Noah Hitman.